Hello and welcome to our podcast. Congratulations on setting aside time for you. This is Stacy Dawkins. We are super happy to provide these free classes for you and we do so without any sponsorship or ads. In return for the practice, we'd be forever grateful if you would leave a review and then share the link with your friends on social media. Also, my new book, Embody Posture, Your Unique Body in Yoga, is currently the number one new release in sports medicine on Amazon. It is available in paperback and Kindle. This book is doing amazingly well without backing by a publishing house or agent, and it depends solely on people like you purchasing it, reviewing it, and spreading the word. We'd love for you to take a look if you haven't. Alrighty, enough of this. Let's do what you came here for. I hope this practice helps you to reconnect to the truth of you. Have an amazing day. Kelly, if you wanna open if you wanna open that, you can. It's warm now, yeah. Good morning, everybody. We're gonna begin in a seated posture. So whatever just supports your body best, you could sit on your heels, you could sit in an easy posture, even a block under your seat is an option if you need a little lift of your hips. And if you've landed in a position that you're not sure is comfortable, Notice that now and shift around and try something different. Just start by just closing your eyes down just for the first few moments, for the first little bit of breath awareness and just begin to sense what it feels like this morning just to be in your own body. Just a sense of feeling your own feet, your toes, your legs, your breath moving inside. And you might consider your whole practice this morning just to be this touching in with this sense of self, just by noticing your own body, just by feeling yourself move, feeling yourself breathe. a reminder that as we go through today every single thing that we do is variable so if you're feeling you need to change something or skip something that's always okay if you have not yet just begin to build ujjayi breathing so that steady rhythmic breath in and out through your nose and start to get into the the ebb and flow especially through the just the sensation of the air passing the back of your throat you might be able to hear the subtle sound as well. And as you get to your next inhale, you can open your eyes and just take your hands straight up out of your shoulders and just let your hands reaching up be a pull for your entire length of spine and just sense that for a moment, spine getting longer. And then make your way to one more inhale, nice and tall and lifted. And then twist to the right so you can place your left hand on your right knee if that works, right hand maybe beside you. 
And let the inhale just travel from tailbone to base of skull to crown of head, and then exhale, soft twist. Do one more round of breath there with the twist. And then on an inhale, come back to center and just get this nice vertical sensation, tailbone to crown. And opposite twist. It's beginning to really start to synchronize your own body and your movement and your breath. When you're ready from here, the inhalation again, back to center, just nice tall line. And then a lateral bend, so our right hand will go to the floor somewhere beside you. Right hand to the side, to the side. Yeah, and left arm up and over. There you go. And you might even take this right hand a little back. See if that helps you access a little more lateral stretch. And same thing, an inhale breath is your return to center. So just nice and tall, expanding, lifting. An opposite lateral stretch. Just really sensing what it feels like just to move your body in this way. So what's stretching, what's opening. And then the inhale breath again, nice and tall, back to center. This time, as you exhale, as if you're wrapping around a big beach ball in front of you, so like a cat pose, but from this position. And then inhale, sweep your arms back. So here's like cow pose, big backward bend, chin lifts. And then continue a few more rounds. So rounding on the exhale. Opening, expanding through the front side on the inhale. Go through one more round. And then again, just to pause for a moment, just pause for a moment for three breaths. Let your arms just rest wherever they need to be. And just another sense of your spine now, sense of your body now, your breath. And after you get through those breaths, then you can make your way into down dog. But take your time with this, really dialing in, tuning into the sensing this morning. Just come into down dog with a bit of just exploratory sense, so moving and stretching and not coming into a static hold right from the beginning. So just let your toes move around, let your heels shift and knees bend and straighten. And if you need a, a, like a heightened sense of stretching and releasing in any particular part of your body, just pause there for a moment and let yourself have it. Even if you're holding uneven from left to right for a moment. And just move through whatever you need to here, just to eventually land in, in steadiness and stillness. So just landing in just straight up baseline, downward facing dog, hands nice and steady and even. And feet really even. Notice the way you're pressing through your big toe to your pinky toe and just even it out. And on your inhale breath, lift your head and just sort of engage the back of your neck and your upper back. And as you exhale, unravel all of that. So you soften all the muscles on the back of your head, your upper back. And just breathe three full breaths here, three rounds.
And from there, take your feet together and just sense that inner ankles touching. Take one full inhale breath right here and stretch the exhale breath nice and long. Let it go. Lift your right toes up high behind you. Spread your toes spaces wide. Bend this leg. And just again, just sort of touching into the right side seam of the body, just sending breath where it's needed. And you can stay with this or go all the way over to flip dog. Another option is to take your elbow, left elbow to the ground, and just kind of play with the center of gravity of the pose. If you're flipping dog, just sort of pour softly forward with your brow, your arm. Beautiful. And then an inhale breath. If you're flipped, back up. Come to three-legged dog. Everyone meets right there. Take one more inhale breath with a great long leg. And then slowly lower this foot all the way down to the ground. Pull forward to a high plank position, just pausing with the exhale breath, holding there. Take one more inhale breath. And then your low plank, whatever variation, modification that you need, and either cobra or upward facing dog, just moving through slowly. Eventually back to downward facing dog. And a breath moves through right here. Feel it rise and feel it fall. And feet together, if they're not already, take another round of breath. Then an inhale takes your other leg up high, lift, and same thing, bend and reach, touch into noticing the left side seam of your body from your outer pinky finger, armpit, side ribs. And then you choose, either stay, some other variation, or flip dog all the way over. And if you're flipping, just the sense of what it feels like to get this expansion in the whole front of your body, using breath. If you're flipped, take your hand all the way back up high. Everyone meets in three-legged dog for a moment. Straight lifted leg. Take one more inhale breath right there. And then come to ragdoll at the top of the mat. So just step all the way forward. And if malasana, yogi swat is better in your body, go ahead and do that here. <clears throat> and if you're choosing the fold, if you're choosing ragdoll, start with quite a bit of bend in your knees. So more than you usually do. And then from that really bent knee position, just sort of investigate what it feels like when you straighten them a little more, bend them a little more, go back and forth between the two. Notice the response in your spine. And then feel what it's like to put a little more weight into your left foot. And then a little more weight into your right foot. And then even footing, whatever shape you're in, even distribution, cross your toes and through your heels. And just take one more full inhale breath right here. And let your arms drop in four. Let them fall down. All right, slowly wiggle your feet toward hip width or somewhere in there, and then rise to extended mountain. Come all the way up, take your hands up. Just pausing here, let your breath keep moving, and just this sense of just really feeling what it's like just to stand here in your feet, just be in your breath. 
And then let your next inhale draw your eyes up as if you're stretching with your gaze. And then bend your knees and fold, four all the way down and in. And then extended mountain again on your inhale, rising, reaching, eyes stretching your body up. Bend your knees and pour forward again. One more time to rise and stand. Take a full inhale breath. Bend your knees a little more than before to fold. A little more to fold. Pour, pour, pour. A little straightening at the very end. Now rise up again. Take a full inhale breath. And come to chair pose with your arms lifted. And we're just starting in chair because we're going to shape a different sort of halfway lift position today to take through our sun salutations. So we're going to do a really similar halfway lift with the chest is higher than the belly button and you're going to keep your arms out if possible when you're doing it. So it's sort of like chair, but you start closing this gap in to reach farther forward. So it's a bent knee, halfway lift, bent knees, chest is higher than belly button. Make sure your head's not dropping down below the line of your spine. And just hug your hip creases back. Excellent. Take one more inhale from tailbone to fingertips nice and long. And then bow forward slowly. That's it. Take a moment to fill your feet and then rise, extended mountain. Come all the way up. Forward fold. So starting already with some bent knees. Keep the bent knees for that reaching halfway lift. Reaching halfway lift. Chest a little higher than belly. Beautiful. Hands to the ground. Chaturanga. It's nice and slow. Rising into cobra or upward facing dog. And then gliding back to evenness in down dog. Full inhale right here. And then let it move. Yeah. Lift your heels and open the fronts of your ankles as you breathe in. Bend your knees as you breathe all the way out. Start looking forward. And then jump, step, or float when you're ready. Halfway lift that reaching arm position. Sorry. That's it. Bow forward. Rise, extended mountain, reach. Forward bow. A lot of bend in the knees for halfway lift, reaching position. Reach, reach, reach. Excellent. Chaturanga. Upward facing or cobra to downward facing landing. All right, a big breath right here and let it move to empty all the way. All right, lift your heels up, same repetition, full breath in, bend your knees, get empty, patiently wait, and then jump, step, or float forward, reaching halfway lift, bent knees. Yes, bow forward, empty the breath. Rise, extended mountain. And we'll go to chair pose here. So just sensing the difference between chair pose and that reaching halfway lift. So you have a lot more openness right here in the fronts of your hip creases. That's the main difference. I'm just pausing a moment, really just to sense being in your body. Well, the weight of your body landing and your feet, even it out best you can by feeling. Steady your gaze. And I'm just feeling your own breath here, not necessarily matching any movement to breath. I want you to slowly 
shift the shape into the halfway lift reaching position. So really just closing in the front of your hip creases, just closing in. Keep your head a little higher, Terry, a little higher if you can with your head, yes. Huge inhale breath, strong core, and then a full emptying breath. I know, but not yet. Okay, breathe in. <laughs> okay, forward fold. I was, I was the only man out there. All right, rise, extended mountain, come all the way up. Let's try again. Let's go chair pose. Take an inhale breath here, and then just fold. Fold forward. Yes, it's okay, I said full. <laughs> now halfway lift reaching, fire up your core and your back. Beautiful, now chaturanga, so nice and slow as you lower. Upward facing dog to downward facing dog. All right, right foot forward, warrior one pose. Whew. <laughs> And just notice all of that, like the little bubbling, rising sensations in your body, and just welcome them all. Welcome every single thing that's arising in you. Sweat, muscles working, breath getting a little faster, just welcome it all. And then this really clear, concrete sense of what it feels like just to be in this interesting stance in your legs. Feel the front lunge, the powerful, Muscles working as you dip in a little lower. And can you connect the sensation of powering your back quadricep a little more? Let it drive down through your back heel, just anchoring your whole body there. And give yourself one more inhale breath to expand, lift, and reach. And it's chaturanga, hands land, whole body lowers like a plank. Upward facing or cobra pose, eventually following your breath to down dog, and then the other side. Just make your way, other side, warrior one pose. And just notice our bodies are always doing these little wiggling, shifting things, and sometimes we notice and sometimes we don't, but just notice how your body's finding its landing here. If there's not any shifting happening, see what? See what you could create. Little shifts, little wiggles, movements. And just the sensation of just landing your eyes on one dot and just holding steady. Even if your brain is nudging you to do something a little different, just pause for a moment. Just pause here. Make your way to one more inhale breath, this big reach and chaturanga, beautiful, slowly rolling through. Upward facing dog to downward facing dog. Whole body breathes in right here and don't hold anything back, just let it go all the way out. All right, lift your heels up, take a long, full breath. Bend your knees as you empty. Lightly jump or step forward. Halfway lift with a reaching arms, reaching forward, yes. Dive down and in. Rise, extended mountain, fingers reach up now. And chair pose, so feel the fronts of your hips closing in. Take one big inhale breath. 
And as you fold, fronts of hips closing all the way in. Feel that all the way in. Now, halfway lift, feel them opening again. Reach your arms, reach, reach, reach. Beautiful chaturanga, slow, steady strength. Upward facing dog. Downward facing dog. Your right side forward, warrior one. Just follow your own breath here. So your pace of inhale lifts you. And it's chaturanga, up dog, down dog. But I want you just to drop into your own rhythm here. And if you need to take more than one breath per movement, that's a-okay. Just feel your way through. From down dog, you'll go to your other side. Your own time, your own rhythm. Warrior one expression. Chaturanga to up dog. Have a little moment with up dog, a little arrival, full arrival. And then find that equanimity and downward facing dog as you land there. Take a full body breath in and just clear it away, not holding on to an ounce of it. Lift your heels up as you take your next breath in, beginning another sun B, and bend your knees as you breathe all the way out. Jump or step forward. A reaching halfway lift. Remember, chest is higher than belly. Good. Bow forward and in. Rise, extended mountain, feeling the fronts of the hips all the way open. As you go to chair, they start to close. Big in-breath, and as you fold, they close pretty fully, fully in. Halfway lift, opening the space. Chaturanga. Following your breath through upward facing, find your rhythm through a full sun B. So down dog to right leg forward, warrior one. You find your rhythm, you find your count of breath. Linking through chaturanga, you could always go straight to down dog if it's better for you. It's that rhythmic movement and healing, that synchronicity of your own body and breath is so good. Other side when you get there. So after you do the left side, just pausing and downward facing dog. And when you get to that pause and down dog, it's such a beautiful moment just to, just to see, like to notice all of your movement in your body as it is right there. Feel the result of your moving and breathing, that sort of energy clearing sensation right there in your body. Take a full inhale breath right here and then open your mouth and let that go all the way out. And pull forward to a high plank position, nice and strong. Remember, there's a little bit of, little bit of doming up between your shoulder blades. You want to stay nice and solid there. Use your quadriceps. That's it, Nikki. <clears throat> and then feel how the pit of your belly, like you're lifting up into your, your hip bones. So feel that little buoyant lift right in the center of your body. It helps to connect together your upper body and lower body strength. And then just very lightly tap your right knee down to the floor, just the right knee. Come to modified side plank so your left leg is in the air. And if you've practiced with me in the past week or so, you've done this little movement we're about to do. But I want you just to take a little kickstand with the bottom foot. So the right foot goes to the right a little bit on the floor. Yeah. And then can you tuck your toes under to get a connection to the ball mound of your foot? If your foot doesn't do that. That's okay, but see if you can get that. Now point your lifted foot so you open the front of your ankle. And as you breathe in, this lateral sweep, your toes go toward your left neighbor, the one that's to the left side of you. 
And then as you breathe out, kick your leg back towards your right neighbor, squeeze your glute, and then keep doing a few more rounds of that. So sweeping forward and back, and try not to rush it. And so really working on stabilization of the hip muscles. There's something happening in the top hip, a lot happening in the bottom hip. You feel that? Yes. A little strong movements, and then land in neutral position. Neutral position, leg just parallel to the ground. Now this next movement is strong, so take your time with it. Your left foot will come to the front of your mat for warrior three pose, and I suggest you come up into a modified warrior three, which means your chest will be a little higher. Hands to prayer, we'll start there. We'll start there. So chest a little higher, yeah. And then see if you can get your pelvis even, so right hip rolls down in line with left hip. And then if you wanted to expand the pose from here, you could reach your arms forward, just like we have been doing in halfway lift, or you keep your hands at prayer. So switching the stabilizing hip from where we were a moment ago, this standing leg hip, really lifting out of it. Excellent. Take one more, inhale breath, and slowly stand all the way up, knee to chest, and just take your arms up for one big inhale breath right here. We're gonna switch legs, so stamp your right foot down, right foot down for dancer pose. So catch the inside of your left foot, and we'll just start in the setup for a moment. Try to um, elbow bend out. Brandy, so roll your, yes, there you go. Just start in the setup for a moment. Really wiring in this discipline of building the foundational elements of the posture that makes such a profound difference in our bodies. So pausing and letting your standing knee bend a little bit so you're not locking the joint. There's a lot more muscular feedback there in that position. Then feel the squared hip position and just start drawing your left kneecap slowly back, trying to keep the squared hip position. So if you start to open sideways, pause. And then if you feel in this moment that you're sort of maxed out in any corner of the posture, sneak out of it a little. Get a little more muscular in your joints. Land your gaze and take three of your breaths here. Just steady, steady, streamlined focus. Beautiful. That's it. Third inhale. Find a little bit of a peak of a stretch. And then it's just feet together when you get there. Hands at prayer for a moment. Feel your hands connect. Take a full breath in, sensing it move through your body. Let it go. All right, here we go. Rise up. Take an inhale breath. Forward fold. Hip creases closing, just sensing that. Halfway lift with a reaching position, pausing with it. Good. And then chaturanga. Upward facing to downward facing dog. Just meeting each point, the sense of full arrival. Oh, let the breath move through right here, really big, really full. And then come forward to high plank again. So pausing in the strength of this seemingly simple posture, right? Just so much going on. Again, linking your upper and lower body strength with your lower abdomen, lifting up through your hips. Lifting up through the fronts of your hip creases. And then it's so lightly tapping your left knee down. Set up that kickstand foot with the bottom leg first. Tuck your toes under. And so if you can get that tuck under the toes, that's a sort of power point of stability in your body. See if you can sense that. 
and then this lifted leg parallel to the ground. Point your toes to open the ankle. Be aware of your neighbors. <laughs> and here we go, this sort of ballerina sweep this way with your toes. A little pause when you get there. And then find the sweeping action back. So you go far enough that you have to squeeze your top glute. And then keep going and just go for slow precision. Sense what's happening in the top hip. There's definitely some muscularity there. And then the bottom hip stabilization, feeling that. One more round this way and that. And then pausing in the neutral position, just sensing the shape of your body. You know where you're going next. Just see if you can make it really smooth, focused, and slow. Top foot steps forward. And you lift up into warrior three. So a totally different sensation coming into this pose from that position. So being patient with yourself. Good to have your chest higher than your belly, a little smidge at least, a little bit. And if your left hip is down in line with your right hip, if you have that foundation, then take your arms forward. But work on that first. If it's hard to get the left hip squared, just keep the arms in for a moment middle of the body. Take one more in and out breath. And then a slow stand all the way up. So your knee closes into your belly, arms go up, up, up. And then stamp this foot down. And then take the opposite leg for dancer pose. So we're switching the work that's doing, the leg that's doing all the stabilization work. Now the left leg is doing that. We're a little pause in the setup. So here's a good place before you start the big kicking into the pose, sensing what it feels like to have your pelvis squared. So you can really feel that here. Get this line across the lower abdomen facing straight forward and then slowly start to kick. This is like heightened inner sensory. So you're paying such close attention to what you're doing, what you're sensing in your body that you know that very moment that your hip wants to start to fly out. You just pause and do the work there. And this idea of noticing if you're maxing out any corners of the pose, any corners in your body, soften in them, come out of them a little bit if so. That's it. Two more of your breaths from here. It's a light landing of your foot. So foot to foot, feet together, hands at heart center again. Take a big breath in. Just right there, open your mouth and let the breath move all the way out. Slowly take your hands up. So they lift right out of your shoulders. Send your gaze up. Forward fold. So already bent knees for this halfway lift reaching position. Bent knees. Good. Chaturanga. Upward facing dog to downward facing dog. Full, full in-breath right here. And then let it go. Let it all the way out. All right, walk your feet up about halfway up your mat. So hands stay flat, fingers spread wide. Take a leg up in the air and aim for the same sort of dancer squared pelvis. Same sort of line across the front of the belly, aiming down. And then lift your leg a little higher just to shift your weight into your shoulder. So it's just a little shift forward. Your bottom heel lifts up. Don't do this, Brandy. Shifting and lifting. And then you build this shift and lift to make a little bitty, little bitty bound off the ground. But see how light you can do it. And actually focus more on the coming down 
and then the going up, so slowing the coming down so we're light, light, light on the ground. Light, light, light. Excellent. Light, light, light. And see what you have to actually engage to land a little lighter. So a little bit more. Good work, you guys. Excellent. And then land in downward facing dog for a moment. Take a big breath in right there. Go ahead and touch your knees to the floor. Tabletop position. Take two rounds of cat and cow. Just to give your shoulders a little break. Touch into your spine for a moment. And then pause in your cat rounding for a moment when you get there. So pausing and fire up the abdomen and cat rounding. So this is super exaggerated, but you want to have like a some of this, like half of this abdomen engagement when you're going for the handstand float. So round again, hugging in. That'll help keep like the backward bend that kind of happens in the pose out of it. All right, move around, wiggle around however you need to. Make your way back into downward facing dog. Ready to go again? Yes, yes. Angela said yes. Was that who said woo? Was that Josh? Yeah. Heck yeah. All right, so walk your feet up. I think that hands a little wider than shoulder width is a good placement. Hands a little wider. And then take your opposite leg up into the air. And then there's little shifts first. So a little shift of your weight forward into your shoulders. And you might stay with the, the shifts. That's plenty of work right there. And so that little bitty shift eventually grows in a millimeter gap airspace between your bottom foot and the ground. And remember that cat rounding? So remember that little bit of belly hugging in. That'll help keep the backward bend out of the pose. Beautiful, Crystal. That's it. Really good, Stace. Ah, try to keep a little here. Fire in here to not let your hips go into back bend. Yes, good, good, good. A little bit. You guys finish what you're on to here. Yeah, awesome, awesome, awesome. Beautiful. And then down dog. Or if you're onto it, don't stop yet. If you're onto something and you've got to do it, do it. Child's pose or tabletop. You're like, I'm, I want to keep going, but I'm done, right? <laughs> Later. <laughs> and just land in child's pose. Just go to child's pose, everyone. Or seated, if that's better. I just want you to just totally rest for a moment. It's a lot of work. <clears throat> just let a breath move through. Oh. All right, and then come up to tabletop position. And from tabletop position, build a modified plank pose. So modified plank, you have this nice diagonal in your back. Nice diagonal in your back. Good. Kelby's got a really nice one right here. So this nice diagonal line is what you want to maintain. From this position, we're going to do scapula push-ups, and they get a little weird if you're not used to them. So main thing, don't buckle your elbows or do anything strange there. Don't do like any chicken dancing with your head. <laughs> yeah, like that. All you're going to do is protract the shoulder blades. So you push up here, push up here. Yep. And then you retract the shoulder blades, so not so much abdomen engagement. Yes, and that's it. Push up. And then retract. So retract, protract. Uh, let me, hey, guys, pause for a sec. <laughs> Let's have a 10-second tutorial. Can I use your mat for a second? Um, so when you do this, what's going to, it's sort of like teaching your brain how to segment movement because we want to do all these weird things to find it. But you're isolating it to right here in the shoulder blades. So it's here. Now what happens is I want to do all of this <laughs> to find it, but it's just that. So from this position, protraction is here. Retraction. That's all that's happening. So you're not bending, you're not doing anything weird here. Nothing really with the abdomen, but holding steady. So here, here. Got it? These are so good. 
Like, I didn't know I had certain muscles until I started finding these. This pose, so protraction, retraction. Take more of a plank here instead of a tabletop. Yes, so diagonal through your butt, through your thighs, and just then get a rhythm with them and keep them going. Keep the elbows steady, keep the spine steady. Beautiful, Crystal, that's it. And when you protract, really protract. So this is the scapulothoracic joint where the scapula slides on the ribs. Now we're going, we're continuing. You can tuck your toes under and do this from full plank if you choose. It's the exact same action where you stay on your knees. If you're in full plank, don't let your hips or your belly sag, so stay solid there. Keep going for 10, smooth, steady rhythm for nine. Good, Terry, for eight, right on, that's it. For seven, yes, Brandy, for six, yes, Don, for five, four, three, two, and then knees down and shift back. Shift your hips back to child's pose for a moment. Let your elbows bend in child's pose. Take a big breath in right there and then let it haw, let it go all the way out. All right, you guys tell me if you feel those tomorrow or tonight, I'm really curious. <clears throat> okay, come back into downward facing dog from here. <clears throat> Just this new interesting sense of the whole body. So as we layer on all these different movements through the practice, like down dog is just not the same, right? Now you have all of these interesting postures in your body. This unique experience, combination of movements and actions and efforts right now to sense that. And can you find a sense of your own steadiness through all of the rising and falling fluctuations that happen? Like, in some way, there's a connection to steadiness. Take a full inhale breath right here and just get through the very end of the exhale breath. And then a right foot forward, warrior one. So slow this down, take a breath in as you rise to warrior one and then open up into warrior two, landing for a moment. And I want you to reverse that. Go back into warrior one. Not that reverse. <laughs> Not that reverse. <laughs> reverse the movement. Come back into warrior one. Or retrace your steps. That might be better. And if your back foot needs to move to accommodate warrior one, do so. My foot has to shift quite a bit between one and two. I want you to notice if yours needs to. And so as if you're taking like all these mini slow frames between movements, between one and two, I want you to just like kind of step your way into warrior two, super, super slow, mini frame movements. And then notice what has to happen with your back knee, your back toe. So what you're sensing, maybe you're sensing, the back leg has to shift to accommodate the pelvis. And so if you shifted and you didn't move your back foot at all, you might feel a little like tension in the back knee or the back hip. Just noticing that. And then retrace your steps one more time. Come back into warrior one. Notice how your back foot needs to change to accommodate the shape. And then those little mini frames, movements, slowly. Notice what's shifting in your pelvis as you go to warrior two. Notice how your foot needs to shift, the back one especially. And pausing here, turn your palms up, both of them. And we start to find there's so much potential for strengthening in these little simple movements. Little simple movements. 
When you get to your next inhale, now's the real reverse warrior. So up, back, and away. And then slowly come to triangle pose. You'll straighten your front leg. Feel the closing in of your front hip crease to get there. Right hand down and left hand up. And if you're needing to slow your heart rate right here, you could just lay your top arm. It could lay along your side. Eyes land one target somewhere. And just moving breath in and out from here. We'll take one full inhale breath right here and just meet the very tail end of the exhale breath. And you're just going to lift up. Lift all the way back up vertical with your spine and drop your arms for a moment and let's set up legs for revolve pose. So back foot's going to step up and out to the left. So what you want to make sure is that your feet accommodate your hip points aiming straight forward. Straight forward. Now from here, arms up and then interlace your hands and take them behind your head. So we're doing a little shifting of the shape of revolve pose <clears throat> from here. Now keeping the elbows soft, keep arms soft, make sure you're not yanking on your head or doing anything like efforting in your arms at all. You're just going to breathe in, get long from tailbone to crown, and then slowly start to diagonal forward. So you're leaning forward, chest stays quite a bit higher than the belly button. Arms and elbows stay soft. And as you breathe in, get a little longer through your spine, and then start to rotate. Start to rotate. Keep your arms as they are. Keep your arms right as they are. Left lung rolls under. And don't force it. You're right, Megan, but don't crank on your arms or your head. All the movements right in your thoracic spine. Right in your thoracic spine. That's it, Angela. Huge inhale, long spine. And then right from the ribs is the twist. Right from the ribs. It's little. Another big inhale breath. Empty the breath. Now take one more inhale long through your spine and then let your arms fall down. Just sort of waterfall your spine down forward. Pour forward. Let your head drop for a moment. Full inhale breath right there. And then out breath. Let it go. And then as you breathe in, just sort of lift your torso to halfway lift. Get nice and long. Open the fronts of your hips. And then downward facing dog. Just press straight back. Take a full in-breath right there, and a ha-breath. Let it go. One more in, and just get to that empty moment. And then other leg forward, warrior one. And do the same thing on just sort of self-guided. Open into warrior two like you normally do with one breath. Notice how your feet, legs, knees accommodate the shift. And then retrace your steps a couple of times, closing back into warrior one, pausing. <clears throat> and if your mind always pays attention to a particular part, a particular aspect, see if you can shift that up a little bit. Notice something different. So like breaking down into these mini frames, just feeling your body accommodate what has to shift. The tiniest shifts are often the most important And after you've done it a couple of times, just landing steady in warrior two, and then turn your palms up as you're paused there. Ujjayi breath moving through. 
the tension right on your breath right now, right on the rise and fall of your own breath. Like one more in and patiently out, all of it goes. Then it's slow reverse, warrior up, back. And now triangle landing. The same sort of closing in, this lateral hip flexion on the front side. Left hand lands. Eyes land, breath steady. And again, finding this, this connection to steadiness, even when everything is changing and fluctuating. Let your whole body take one more inhale, whole body receives it, and then the grounding sensation of the exhale breath, let all of it go. And then slowly rise, come all the way up to stand. <coughs> and we'll do the same setup. So back foot steps forward and out to the right a bit, hip point square forward. And then take your arms up nice and tall. Take this big expansion first, and then hands back behind your head. And so if you're for a moment, just visualize like, or the sensation of revolved triangle. We're doing the same thing, but we're not using any leverage. And all of the rotation gets limited to the thoracic spine. So if you feel a little stuck or limited, it's really normal. So grounding down, take a big inhale, nice and long. And then slowly start to hinge forward. So you find your diagonal, reaching the trunk. Muscles have to turn on from there. Elbow stay soft. Isolate into the ribs to start finding the twist. Right lung rolls under, and if it feels really limited, that's okay. Just meet your range right where it's at. Stay soft in the elbows and the arms. Let the breath do the work here. Nothing needs to be forced. Take two more full breaths. See what the breath can find. When you get done with it, it's just this waterfall forward again. So your legs can stay, spine pours forward, head pours forward. Just a little pause. Good. Whole body breathes in right here. And then ha, ha, ha. Let it go all the way out. A slow halfway lift shape with your spine. And then down dog. Just step back, press in. Take a full body and breath right there. And then let the breath just completely go. Good work. Pull forward to a high plank position. And so when we were doing the scapula push-ups, that little bit of protraction, so the top, top one, yes, Brandy, that holding the top one in high plank is always where you want to go. Push-up even a little more here. Yes, good. And then from that space, slowly starting to bend the elbows, the shoulder blades are going to naturally start to retract, lowering, lowering, all the way to the ground all the way down, take an ear, excellent. Arms lay beside your body. <clears throat> and then go ahead and interlace your hands behind you. So hook them up. If you wanna put your towel between your hands, feel free to do so, a strap between your hands is fine. Move your feet kind of close, and then lift off. Lift off the ground. Come on up. 
And so finding the use of the quadriceps here to, like you're gonna straighten your legs even more. So quads lift from the underside of the body. That's it. And then all of these vertical spinal muscles up and down your spinal column, left and right, squeezing to lift your belly off the ground. Holding three more of your breaths here. Stay rather soft in the back of your neck. That's it. That third inhale is just firing the whole backside up and then hoa, let it all go. Good, good, good. Ear to the ground, let your arms go. All right, bend both your legs, reach back, set up for bow pose here. So just set up, catch your feet. You could do, so it's catching both shins, reaching back, catching both shins. If it's difficult to catch one and you'd rather do just one, that's fine. You can take the opposite arm forward. And just holding this set up for a moment, <clears throat> see if you can kind of roll your tailbone toward the ground. It's not really a roll, but sort of a tuck of your tailbone down toward the ground so you get a little opening of your lumbar spine, your low back. And see if you can keep some of that at least as you start to come up. Kick your legs back. That's it. So it's sort of like actioning your pubic bone toward the ground, and that'll keep you from over-compressing the low spine. Good. Stay easy in the back of your neck. Three more of your breaths, and you don't have to force the range, you guys. If you feel like you're going to just fall out really quick, let off the pose some. Third exhale sweetly sets you down when you get there. Everything drops opposite ear, goes to the ground. So good just to feel that move through for a moment. And then round two, same pose or opposite legs. So reach back, set up. Get this little shift of pubic bone toward the ground first. Sometimes that's hard to feel at first, but just kind of feel it out. You should feel a sense of broadening the low back just a little bit if you find it. It also kind of goes right hand in hand with a little lower abdominal engagement. And then kick back. You can hold the outside of your feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Notice if something in you like makes you immediately go, like max out the pose. And if you feel anything maxing out, soften out of it just a little bit. There's so much to be found in those spaces of not maxing out the joints. Three more breaths, just fully making space for the breath to move through. And then when you get there, full surrender, let your ear go, let your legs go, let your arms go. Oh, full breath right here, send it through your whole body and then let it move all the way out. <clears throat> and then land your hands and just Glide yourself into Upward Facing Dog. Take one full inhale breath. Roll yourself back into Downward Facing Dog. Let a breath move through there. And then just tippy-toe, little baby tippy-toe steps all the way to the top of the mat. Eventually go back onto your backside. And as you land on your backside, draw your heels in close. And so same little posterior tilt, we're just turning it upside down now. Flatten your lumbar space, that's what it would equal here for bridge setup. And then lift that up into the backward bend. So lift on up. 
You could also think of it as drawing your tailbone this way toward the river, toward the windows. Whatever works in your brain. And so worthwhile, like to pause when you get to where you feel like the maximum of your pose, feel what spaces are kind of crammed into. What happens if I wiggle out of those spaces just a little bit? You can stay just as you are or gently set your hands and come on up to Urdhvadhanyasana wheel pose. And same thing goes. It's a big, expressive, full body pose if you're coming up into wheel. And it's hard not to jam into your inner spaces, but notice where that predominantly happens for you and see if you can soften out of those corners a little bit. You've got three of your breaths from this moment. If there's a variation you want to take, do so. Steadiness is also good. Awesome. And then that last exhale, feel that sweetness of just haw, letting your whole body go. Let's indulge in that sensation for a moment, that release moment. And then go ahead and reset. So bridge your wheel again and do that same little posterior tilt. So tailbone toward the river. See if you can just keep your awareness on that little shift in your pelvis. And as you're lifting, notice the moment it's harder to hold on to. Just be aware of it. Come on up into bridge your wheel. And so the same thing. So you can hold steady. There might be variations that you want to take, same as last time or different. But make your main aim, the steadiness, the smoothness of breath the whole way through. Five more breaths from here. Even if you've got to come out and come back in, that's okay. Main aim is steadiness, smoothness of breath. And when you're there, you're there. Let that sweet surrender release come over your whole being. And maybe tent knees in, maybe butterfly knees out. Either way is fine. And let your belly just sort of drop back into your hip bones. Let your spine soften into its natural curves. And just let a few breaths move through here. And when you feel it's right, you can count around. You can hug your knees into your chest and just, just sort of rock around, roll around a little bit. A little sense of massaging out right around your sacroiliac joints, the back of your hip bones. And then you get to take your feet up into the air however you'd like. So you could do waterfall pose from your back. Just take your feet straight up. Maybe a block to support your pelvis. If you want to take another inversion, that's all right too. Wherever you take your body, wherever you, whatever shape you land in, the biggest gift is really just being able to be in that sense of the body. 
There's just sort of remembering and reawakening our, our brain's ability just to pay attention to you know, being in our own bodies. We get so busy and you know, so thought-driven so much of our day that it's sometimes hard to drop back into the body, but right now is when you have this beautiful opportunity to do it. And just this breath observation. So if your breath needs to be totally different than it was in that triangle earlier, that's okay. Just observe it, see where it needs to go. So you guys going into classical headstand, if you'll tippy toe forward a little more first. I often say the secret's in the tippy toe. So if it's if you can't lift off without a lot of momentum, if you tippy toe more forward and then a slow, then you'll find a slow lift off, right? There it was. <laughs> yeah. Same with you, Jacqueline. You might have to bend your knees a little more to get there. It's all about positioning your pelvis and the, the right relationship with your shoulders. And then you don't have to use some momentum. That's it. Awesome. Awesome. Take about five more rounds of breath. Once you get through those rounds of rest, just make your way to tabletop. We're not quite going to our backs yet. So tabletop position. We're just going to roll through some hip opening, not a lot of long holding, but just hitting all the way around the hip. And we're going to start in low lunge. Just take your right knee forward. And then look down at your left knee and slide it back a little bit. Right foot forward, sorry. Left knee back a bit. And so we're just targeting right here, the front of the left hip. And close your eyes for a moment as you come into this and do a little shifting around and feel what shape actually brings you most into this sensation of the left hip flexor. I find that if I don't dip so far forward, I come out a bit, and I anchor my tailbone down a bit more, I can tap right into that. And then from there, any arm movement that just supports it. So maybe you stay down with your arms, maybe they go up, maybe one arm reach. So as much as mechanically stretching things in our bodies is beneficial, just wiring the brain to sense body parts is hugely beneficial. So just feeling right there in the front of the hip. This sort of anti-sitting awareness in the body. And then when you're finished from there, you'll just slowly come forward with your hands. Just wiggle your foot into half pigeon. So wiggling the foot all the way across the mat. So now moving away from that front hip flexor to the outer right hip compartment. And even here, it's so nice just to close your eyes to be in an inner sense of what's happening in the pose. Notice what shape in your body 
is needed to get just the most effective outer right hip stretch, targeting the deeper layers of muscles in the right hip. And effective doesn't mean like the biggest stretch, but just a sense of where there is a stretch happening. There's some sort of spark sensation there. And even more than the mechanical releasing, just the awareness, your mind being aware of that part of the body is beneficial. And just stay here three more breaths. A little touch into it. And as you get through those three breaths, all you're going to do is roll up eventually so that you can roll to your back. It's a different getting to roll to your back for half happy baby. Grab your right foot, right foot. So this back leg draws forward, slither around there. You're there, Nikki. Grab your right foot, half happy baby, left leg's long. And so just tapping into all of the circumference of the hip, the low lunge, the front, half pigeon, the outer. And now in this position, getting that inner adductor line, you might need to take more of a straddle of your leg out to the side. And just see what angle, what direction most targets those inner thigh line muscles for you. And mostly wiring your brain just to sense, sense this part of your body, to remember it, to feel it again. A couple of breaths. And however, you can easiestly slither forward to this low lunge, starting on the left foot forward. Just wiggle it around, right leg goes back. Remember, you're going to slide your right knee back so it's not vertical. And this shutting down of the eyes, so you just can be in the inner sense of your body. What brings you most into the sensory experience of the right side hip flexors, the front of the right hip crease? The muscles that are usually closed in, the soft tissues that are usually closed in when we're sitting, driving, working. And then if you want to add any arm movements to this, maybe, maybe not, just feel it out. And again, just noticing just sparks a new pathway in our sensory motor system just to be in that muscle again, to be in those soft tissues. Couple of breaths. And you'll just slither yourself into half pigeon on the side when you're there, targeting the outer left hip now. And just a reminder again that most effective doesn't always mean the deepest, the biggest, the strongest. invite your breath to keep contributing to, to what's the experience in your body. Breath continues his contribution to the overall posture. And you're just here a couple of breaths. 
Once you're there, you're just going to slither around to your back again, catching half happy baby on the left side. Getting a sense of these, this musculature on the left inner thigh, it's attached from the pubis all the way toward the inner knee. So sensing that line of musculature, that line of soft tissue, kind of feeling out. Does a straddle extension work more effectively for you? A little bend in the knee? What you're doing at the knee and the hip is going to have an effect. Just feel the perfect combination. And then inviting in that magic contribution of the breath. Feel your way to the, to the end of it. When you're there, just take a counter around by hugging your knees into your chest and wrap your arms around your legs and just sort of rounding the whole backside body, getting a little stretch from the base of your skull all the way down through your hips. Take a big breath like that. And then let your legs drop to the right. And if you wanted to take one leg straight, you could, or just keep your knees stacked. Soften your ribs to the left, gaze to the left. It's really purposeful check-in, the scan through your whole body, inviting it to soften and release. As the muscles start to respond and let go, the whole body can soften in. The mind can soften in. And go the other way. Feel for the moment, sense the moment that you feel you're there, you're even enough. And then as you come out, just pause for a moment in stillness and just feel for any, any little nudges of movement that are remaining, anything you need to do, maybe counter-rounding, anything at all, <clears throat> almost anything at all. <laughs> and then find that arrival at that surrender moment your legs could go long if it feels better if your back's kind of tight you might keep your knees bent or put blocks under your knees let your arms go let your palms go and give it one more sort of active breath in and your exhale is just a free fall into this final posture of shavasana towels are going to land on your forehead soon. Just let us know if you don't want one. 
stay as you are if you'd like or curl over to one side. Eventually make your way up to a seat. And just sit nice and tall. Just come into what feels like just a clear, awakened posture in your seat. Land steady. Notice your breath just like every other posture we've done. Touch, touch in with what it feels like just to be clear in your body, clear in your mind right here in this moment. Just a moment to self-acknowledge just for showing up this morning and remembering that when you show up for yourself, it's not just for you, but every single person that you're around receives the benefit. You can draw your hands to your heart center if you'd like, or leave your hands in your lap. And let's take a breath in all together to let go. Take our hands to our forehead center. The light in me sees and honors the light in all of you. Namaste. Good job, you guys. Thanks for coming. Sun's coming out. Yay. Have a great day. Let me know if you have any questions about anything at all. Check our workshop schedule. We have so many fantastic workshops coming up. Yeah. Let me know if you need anything. Thanks for coming. You're welcome. Thank you.